In this episode of Physically Spiritual, I will focus on the positive benefits of writing, of keeping a journal. Welcome to Physically Spiritual. I have been amazed by how much growing physically healthier has changed my spiritual life. I am captivated with discovering the truth about my body and how it relates to my relationship with God. Physically Spiritual is my attempt to harmonize and share what I have discovered. I'm your host, Andrew Reinhardt. admit, I don't like to write, and I've been a sporadic journaler throughout my adult life, but recently I made a 19th annotation Ignatian retreat. This is when you take the format of the 30-day, go to a retreat center, be quiet, retreat, and you apply those principles to your daily life. Part of this retreat was to write down a journal entry after each one of my prayer times, after each meditation, and then I would share this journal entry with my spiritual director so he could get a sense of what was going on in my prayer to give me direction. At first, I found this burdensome. It was just another step. It took more time. You know, I was already praying more than I had before, and and having to write the journal entry seemed like it just was taking away from the rest of my life. I didn't feel like writing down the intimate details of my prayer. It felt... um, It felt like my heart was exposed in a way I didn't want it to be. I just wasn't used to sharing that deeply, even with a piece of paper. (laughs) What I started to notice, though, was after my prayer time, as I would write in journal, something would happen. The meditation uh, wouldn't stop when I was done praying. The meditation would continue even as I wrote. Um, It was like... The, the journaling was a way of praying. The journaling was a way of meditating. And uh, my experience with Christ in the prayer would go even deeper during the writing. Uh, sometimes during this uh, retreat, I would return, the assignment would be to return to a previous meditation. So I would be given maybe three guided meditations on pieces of the scripture. And then the fourth one, I was supposed to pray about which one of those places I was supposed to go back to with God. And what I found was being able to go back with the journal then even took it deeper. The the journal didn't disrupt my intimacy with the Lord. It it actually enabled a deeper level of intimacy with the Lord. It didn't detract from my focus in the meditation. It actually helped me focus better. I felt more connected to God, uh, more able to pay attention for long periods of time. And this experience really got me wondering, what's happening inside of me when I'm journaling? Like, What's changing? What's shifting that it would have had this effect? Uh, the, the writer Ryan Holiday in his book, Stillness is the Key, wrote this about journaling. It's to slow down the mind. It's to wage peace with oneself. To wage peace with oneself. I found this line very provocative when I came across it. We normally use that that phrase to wage war. We're going to wage war. We're going to go go fight. But the idea of waging peace, being able to actively do something to engage ourselves in peacemaking. And I think this is really the first positive benefit of journaling. If nothing else, by journaling, by writing things down, you're you're slowing yourself down enough to translate the stuff from your head onto the page. To make your thoughts 
into words, to be able to express yourself in sentences. And, and this act of taking stuff out of your head and putting it somewhere else, of processing it into language in a more precise way, has this effect of causing order, of causing peace, of causing harmony in the heart. Before I go further in the episode, I want to encourage everyone, if you're willing to, to support the work of Physically Spiritual. There's a, a patron community called the Totus Tuus Community, and these people give any amount a month for the production of Physically Spiritual to offset the cost of the show. Really, the show wouldn't happen without them. So thank you so much if you're a patron of the show. And if you're able to uh, contribute anything to this project, head over to physicallyspiritual.com. At every giving level, there's different benefits and perks that you get. And you can get access to those perks on the Awaken app. If you want to get the Awaken app, head over to the awakenapp.io or search for the Awaken app on the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. In the app, you can get access to all of the regular content that Awaken Catholic publishes. There's also an alternate to social media on the app, a great Catholic community. There's daily prayers. And currently, there's a program on the app called Awaken Your Lent. Awaken Your Lent is a great way to take your Lent deeper with daily uh, scripture meditations, reflections on lives of the saints, a daily collar, which is a reflection provided by a priest. And as part of that program, I've started to record a new series of meditations called Restorative Meditations, where we're taking advantage of insights from science in order to take Catholic meditation to the next level. So head over to the awakenapp.io or search for the Awaken app on your Google Play Store or Apple App Store to get access to all of that. There are many positive benefits to journaling and writing that science has discovered. A process of journaling called, called positive affect journaling, it's an emotion-focused self-regulation technique, has been demonstrated to improve the mental distress and well-being in patients with elevated anxiety. So it's a common experience when people go to the doctor, when people are going through medical procedures, they're in the hospital, that they experience elevated anxiety. Uh, and this study found that just the act of writing, writing about the emotions, writing about what's going on inside of you, what you're thinking about, what you're feeling about, it would eliminate or reduce the anxiety that people are experiencing going through these experiences. Another study found that writing about traumatic events can help you progress through the healing process when you've experienced a traumatic event. It, avoid, it, excuse me, it provides space to avoid pushing down or suppressing thoughts. It's not the cathartic nature of the writing that helps, though. Just focusing on and expressing the feelings. It's kind of a sort of venting on paper. What was actually helpful, they found, <coughs> excuse me, what they found was helpful was providing space for the person to interpret the experience. It was discovering meaning around the difficult experiences that helped them to heal. And the journaling process facilitated, it made space for this meaning-making process to happen. So the opportunity to write often will help us to come to a deeper understanding of what we're thinking about. It gets the ideas out of our head and onto the page. It literally gives us a different perspective on our thoughts. And from that perspective, sometimes maybe it's a more objective perspective, uh, going back and, and reading your thoughts, your feelings, as someone might read a novel. You literally step back and can think about them. 
But we also have a very limited capacity in our brain to hold things together. So getting them out onto the page then spatially organizes our thoughts. And it allows for a different kind of processing. It allows um, for the brain to be able to hold on to new things that it wasn't able to hold on to when you were trying to hold on to all those thoughts and feelings. So you're literally making space in your head to make sense of what you're thinking and feeling about too. All right, this is from the scientist Dan Siegel, who does a lot of research into the positive effects of meditation and also into trauma. In his book, Mindsight, he says, writing in a journal activates the narrator function of our minds. Studies have suggested that simply writing down our account of a challenging experience can lower physiological reactivity and increase our sense of well-being, even if we never show what we've written to anyone else. So the journal has a positive effect, even if nobody else ever reads it. If you write in your journal, and then the next day you crumple up the page and throw it away or burn it in the fireplace, that doesn't make it less effective. Right? The goal isn't to share your ideas with other people. In a sense, the goal is to share your ideas with yourself. It's to get them out of your head, to get them onto the page. Uh, this narrator function of the mind, this narrator function of the mind, I think is really important to think about. The, the, the brain is, is working in different ways, is processing in different ways, is making sense of things in different ways. And the different thought processes have different parts of the brain that are engaged in order to enter into them. So the part of our brain that sort of tells stories, writes stories, experiences stories, is different than the part of our brain that might uh, you know, go through a recipe or an equation or some kind of a thought process like that. So by, by writing, you're activating that narrator function. Uh, and that narrator function actually has the effect, to some extent, of circumventing um, all of the uh, kind of emotional struggles with the situation. So not that it can't be emotionally difficult to write things down. Um, and we're going to go deeper into this in the next episode. The next episode of Physically Spiritual is about story, about uh, narratives. So we're going to dig into this a little bit more. Uh, but but this uh, entering into this narrator function can help us to um, to avoid uh, some of those uh, feelings of overwhelm, some of those feelings of being triggered, some of the the feelings that make it really hard to process and organize our thoughts. Um, so there's a lot of these positive effects just from a scientific perspective. But there's even more to journaling than just a health benefit, than a psychological benefit. I think there can also be a great spiritual benefit to journaling. You know, the story I started out with was about my experience during that 19th annotation retreat and, and using the journal as a place to express my meditations, but also to take my meditations more, more deeply. Uh, you know, that, the really great surprise to that for me was the journaling itself was a form of meditation. It was a form of meditation, right? Prayer is just rising our heart and mind to God. But we could have tools that help us do this. Think of your rosary beads. Right? You, you, you have the beads. The beads kind of keep your hands busy. Uh, for me, it helps because I don't pick at my fingernails when I pray then. Uh, it also helps you keep track of how many Hail Marys you're using. So there's a, a, a tactile, there's a function to it. 
and then that that physical tool then becomes associated with the mental and spiritual process. Well, if we can use a string of beads to pray, why can't you use pen and paper to pray too? So the journaling itself can be a prayer. Um, there's times I have a really hard time focusing just in my head. And one of the tools that's helpful to focus then is to get the prayer out of my head. Meaning I'll pray out loud, like I'm talking to God like he's really in the room with me because he is. But another way to get that prayer out of your head is to literally write the prayer. Write what you would say, write what you would pray, write what you would meditate on. Tell your story to God on on the page, on the paper. And, and by doing this, you might find that it helps increase your focus in prayer. And it can also help um, form affects in prayer, meaning that your heart can be more easily moved by entering into the prayer on the page. Journaling is also a tool that's used by productivity experts. A system that I use in my work is called Getting Things Done or GTD. And the founder of this approach is named David Allen. He calls it stress-free productivity. But the, the heart of the theory behind GTD or getting things done is really that question, what are we best suited to do during our work? What are we biologically best suited to do? What, how can our brain function optimally? And the reality is that we have a very limited capacity to hold on to things in our short-term memory. So if I have 100 things I need to get done during the day, and I start out my day trying to remember all those things, trying to hold on to all those things, I'm not only going to forget some of them, one, but trying to hold on to all those ideas, all those thoughts, all that stuff I need to remember will actually create a, a stress in me and also then take away from my capacity to focus on the first thing I just simply need to get done. What my, my brain will actually have to do is, is sort of a shifting back and forth. I'll have to think about what I actually need to focus on, but then I'm going to constantly be dragged back into remembering the next thing I have to do because of that anxiety about not forgetting it, not losing track of it. So the, the heart of getting things done is a process of taking that stuff out of your head and putting it in some sort of a system where it will be where you need it to be when you need it to be there. So your brain can forget about it. And then you can just focus on what you actually need to do. And one of the tools that's used to accomplish this is simply making lists. I use a, a productivity journal style called a bullet journal. I'll put uh, links in the show notes to GTD, to bullet journaling, and to all of the, um, all the studies and articles to the science that I mentioned earlier. But the process of, of bullet journaling is just a process of seamlessly tracking everything you need to do, all of the work of your life, in a way that it connects together so that your brain doesn't have to keep track of it, so you know it's there when you need it to be there. There's a, a thousand different formats for this kind of productivity journaling or work journaling, um, so I'm not going to go deeper into that, but just know that, that that's out there. To conclude the episode, I want to talk about a few different styles of journaling, a few different approaches to journaling, and maybe some of the positive benefits of each. The first one is probably the kind of journaling most people think about when they think about it, like life journaling. Journaling like it's an autobiography or a memoir. 
here, think of the, the journal of Anne Frank, you know, the, probably the most famous journal in history, the story of this little girl's experience going through the Holocaust. Imagine you're, you're writing to the journal like it's your friend, writing to the journal like, um, like you're writing a book that someone might read someday. But there's a lot of different approaches to this style of life journaling. There's also creative journaling. Creative journaling, I mean, you're using the, the journal as a way to come up with new ideas. Uh, maybe brainstorming, mind mapping are different ideas of how to do this kind of creative journaling. Uh, writing down ideas so that you don't forget them. That's something I do with this podcast is sometimes uh, I'll be in, in the middle of prayer and I'll start getting distracted and an idea of something I want to say in a podcast or something I want to research or a topic that I want to explore. So I write it in a journal so I don't forget it. And then I also don't have to try to remember it. I can get back to my prayer then. So you can do this kind of creative journaling process. Spiritual journaling, journaling about your prayer, meaning when you pray, you make that time afterwards to stop and write down what you pray about. You know, thinking of that 19th annotation retreat I talked about at the beginning, one of the biggest benefits of journaling about the meditations was giving me the ability to go back to that prayer space, to go back to that meditation and not forget what the Lord had shared with me in that time. Uh, but then it became a tool to, to re-enter that space again. I like to think of the, the places that I really meet the Lord of in, in powerful ways in my prayer and my meditation as places in my heart, as these locations in my heart. So sometimes when I, I meditate, I don't try to make a new meditation. I don't try to find a new place with God. What I do is I go back to a familiar place with God, maybe at the foot of the cross, you know, staring up at him um, as the blood and water flows from his side. Right? And that's a common space I'll enter into. Maybe it's a moment of conversation uh, with one of the Pharisees or Sadducees or between one of the apostles and Jesus. And you have placed yourself in that conversation before. And now it's a familiar place for you to go back to and enter into that prayer with the Lord. Uh, maybe you've again and again meditated on, um, on the Holy Family and what their house was like, what their home was like, with Jesus toddling around or Joseph teaching him how to work at a workbench. Um, and, and so you don't create a new meditation. You go back to a familiar one. So journaling can help with that process of recording these powerful meditations and remembering them so that you can enter back into them again and go deeper, go into a more intimate place with God in that space in your heart. These kind of well-worn meditation spaces these familiar places with God can also be helpful um, when you need to pray, but you don't have your Bible with you or you, you don't have, um, you know, your, your meditation book with you. You don't have these tools at hand or maybe the Awaken app isn't there for you to get onto. Um, but just being able to go into your heart and mind and have the scripture already embedded in there uh, to be able to pray is a great tool in the spiritual life. Then the final way of journaling I want to really put uh, an exclamation point on is this idea of prayer journaling. Not just journaling about your prayer, but journaling as a prayer. Not just journaling about your meditation, but journaling as a meditation. Literally using the journal as a tool, as a sort of pen and paper rosary beads. Uh, write the journal as if you're talking to God. 
you might format it as a letter to God, started as dear God, and then write God a letter about what you want to tell him about. Or maybe you could journal as if it was a novel and you're creating the dialogue between you and God. Um, you know, some of these uh, ways of, of writing, it might seem, um, it might seem a little um, artificial. It could feel, um, it could feel maybe a little inauthentic, but I don't think God minds. Like God's not sitting up there like, I really wish he was praying like Ignatius of Loyola, or I really wish he was praying like, uh, like uh, Jesus did, or I really wish he was praying like whatever. I think God wants you to pray like you. God's heart delights in you being yourself. God's heart is on fire at the fact that your heart is trying to be given to him, that you want to enter more deeply into prayer with him, that you want um, to find a way to, to focus better, that you want to find a way to go deeper, that you want to find a way to be more intimate with him. So try out prayer journaling as a possible tool for doing this. Uh, thank you so much for joining me on this uh, journey through season three of Physically Spiritual. We're focusing on, in the second half of the season, uh, different practices we can do on our own or in groups that are right at hand of how we can work on our emotional and mental health uh, then the next episode, I'm going to continue this topic and go deeper, focusing specifically on the idea of story, on the idea of narration, and how by writing and sharing stories, we can experience God in a new way in our life. Thank you so much for being a part of Physically Spiritual. Every moment of the show you've watched, know that I'm grateful that you've given your time to this. I'm so passionate about the message that I'm trying to share, and I'm excited about the future of the show. So thank you for every like, every view, every watch, every follow, every comment, every rating you give in the show. And a special thank you to all you that are already members of the Awakened Nation. So thanks again for supporting the show.